like I know the Super Bowl is much more of an entertainment show than the finals, where the finals are still about the essence of the sport. I think that's why I like the finals so much more. Like I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, the finals make me so so much more happier than I should be to just watch a basketball game. But first of all, you're right, Al. There's like usually there's at least four games. And usually five or six. Yeah. If you're lucky, you get a seven. I, I, will, I did think we'd get a seven-game series this year. Um, but, yeah, the Super Bowl is just like, you know, it's always like Madonna, Beyonce, and then it's like all the Pepsi commercials and yeah. all the fucking political statements and Jeep and Levi. And it's like, it's just, it's not about football. It's about money, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, what are your thoughts on this? The finals versus Super Bowl. What do you enjoy watching more, Super Bowl or, or the finals? NBA finals. When the when the series are super close or the games are super close in the series, there's nothing like it. And I know there's more games to choose from. I think there's a lot more classic NBA Finals games than there are classic Super Bowls. But what was the last classic Super Bowl? I mean, Pat's Falcons, like one that we'll remember like 20 years from now. That was, I mean, maybe Chiefs Niners, maybe Eagles Pats. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. I think we'll remember that for the the Philly special. Yeah. Um, and then Brady trying to be a receiver, which I will never understand that play call by Josh McDaniels, but that's okay. Um, I got a Super Bowl with Edelman throw. I, I don't get that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. NBA Finals for sure. I was thinking there's like a damn near classic finals game every year. You know, like yeah. going back to, I mean, let's just talk about the, the Warriors run. You know, I feel like honestly game two in 2015 was the best. LeBron had like 41 13 and 11 or some shit. It went into overtime. Uh, he was just by himself. I think that was a good game. 2016 game seven, obviously. Um, which, by the way, I want to get into the ratings and stuff like that of the NBA finals because the ratings were ass. And they've been ass. And I didn't realize what's up. The The best game this year in the, final, or in the playoffs was game one, Boston Nets. We're going to do a deep dive. Look, I know I promised a whole lot of podcasts about you know, NFL's greatest games. And after Bill's Chiefs, Al and I were going to do five more games. I don't know if we're going to get to all that because just things happen in life. And, um, you know, the, the podcast, I'm not going to say, is doing better than I thought it would. It's just there's not enough time to get everything in there. Maybe all the ideas I want to get in there. I want to do a deep dive on Net Celtics game one. That's easily the greatest game one, round one game. It was like, dude, just the, like, there is nothing like the defense chance and then watching like an opposing player, especially someone like Kyrie, that's such a villain to the Celtics, just like hit a three and kill the crowd. And then, you know, Tatum gets a dunk, they're back. All of a sudden, here comes, you know, KD or here comes Ben Simmons. What? (laughs) What do you mean by that? (laughs) Because Ben Simmons didn't play. Oh. Get it? That's all good, man. That's all good. You know, we're going to have a lot of NBA Finals discussions. I have no idea where we're going today with this shit, but that is okay. Let me pull a song up here, man. I want to start this thing off a little different than usually than we usually do. Um, we're going to play this, man. We're going to play this. This is Sticky by Drake off the new album, Honestly Nevermind, which we will also do a little bit of a discussion of this as well. Um, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it a buck. When this shit came on, I thought he was going to give me Marvin's Room 2. And I was fucking pissed. Because I don't ever want a sequel to that song. I don't think we need it. You know what I mean? Um, here we go. Hey, homie hanging on my neck. The bracelet matches a set. My brother name is Tina Dollar. Stop all that back and forth over the net. My mama wish I would have went corporate. She wish I would have went exec. I still turn to a CEO. 
Chevy, who it won't bet. They only giving niggas plus one, so I never pull up to the Met. You know I gotta bring the set. You know I gotta bring the G block. You know I gotta bring the D block, cause you know how sticky it get. Yo, that song go pretty hard. I like that song. That's one of the better ones off the album, uh, in my honest opinion, right there. We'll get into the album later. Very controversial, something he's never done before. Um, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. And I love R&B Drake. There's no reason I should not like this album, uh, besides just like a lack of effort. And that's kind of what I feel like I, I got out of this. But um, that's okay. Let's get into the program, man. Welcome to episode 156 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with two of my nearest and dearest friends, George Torres to my left, Alec White to my right. We are in Al's brand new apartment here in good old Anderson, California. You know, you got to love Anderson, you know, born and raised here. The city made me who I am. That's why I never go hate. You know what I mean? How you guys doing? I'm good. Good. It's hot as hell outside, but... It's hot, bro. It's It's like at least 104. This is when the hefty boys don't have a good time. Your AC doesn't work. Yeah, it does. It's on. (laughs) Start making narratives. It's just so hot outside. Yeah, it is hot. I mean, it's like... It's going to be hot no matter what. I saw a thing, We and I'm not, I'm not going to politic and news this out. We ran a thing on the news today where PG&E all of a sudden is going to start uh, running a, 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 not a campaign, but like a, a program where if they realize a fire or a spark or a tree branch falls on one of their lines, they can shut their power off in like one-tenth of a second. Like as soon as it hits the lines, it'll shut off automatically so the power won't keep going, um, which that's something, let's be real, they should have done at least five years ago before the last eight fires they've caused and whatnot. But I thought it was a good step in the right direction. Um, but I bring that up to say that power grid this summer is going to get tested. Yeah, We got no motherfucking water. Everything is too motherfucking expensive, and it gets too damn hot. Like, I don't know, man. I got a bad feeling July, August, September, especially like right around football, is going to be, you know, 108, and that power grid's going to do. Motherfuckers are going to be using their AC in the window, and there's not going to be enough power to go around, bro. There's no water. There's no water in Lake Oroville to, with the hydroplane or uh, the, the, the hydro plant. It's, it's all bad. Anyway, before I start rambling, George, how are you doing? Good, sir. It's a lovely Wednesday. Um, finally, finally got with the boys. For a pod and a tomorrow's payday. Mm. I just had an El Delicioso ready mix with beans. Yeah. Uh, this is my Dutch bros, of course. Any any iced coffee hit. So I, I'm doing great. So it's, I'm, it's a special day today. You know, this pod had a different energy to it just because we haven't been here in three weeks. We have not potted since the 1st of June. Uh, the NBA Finals are over. Um, Al and I's Warriors won. So let's do a round of applause real quick for that. Look. I want to give a shout out to my dad. Father's Day was a few days ago. I called my dad. I said, I've won $100 off you this year off Rams and Warriors. Now, you let me know who's going to win the World Series, and I will bet against you. I'm 2-0 against Pops. Look, I was thinking back to it. I don't want to come here and start bragging, but like, we don't really miss out on the champions on this podcast. Al told us Buccaneers. Al told us Buccaneers. He told us Bucks. His 2021 picks were on par. I told you Rams Warriors at Christmas. So Rick Young, if you're watching, if we put this up, if you're listening to Rick Young, shout out to you. We all Gucci. George thinks we ain't all Gucci, but we friends. We just like fucking around, and George likes instigating. But, homie, I'm 2-0, and and your team was one of them. So why are you hating? He said that uh, I switched on my Rams pick. 
Didn't he say that? Something like You know that. I got to respond to the haters. No, for bro. sure. Respond to your haters. I know you're a, you're a Capricorn. You got to get that heat off your fucking I ain't no Capper, first of all. I'm a no, Capricorn. Capricorn. Not Capper. Don't do that. And I was a Capricorn, too, so don't even do that. Right? Aren't you a Capricorn? I am. That's true. That's why we're friends. Yeah. I was like the like the polar opposite of a, of a Capricorn, though, compared to me. December, baby. Or, uh, he's a January, January, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm December. He's January. I think that's what it is. Like, I was born in a little colder weather. You know what I mean? What? Why are you? Uh, no, I'm taking it in. December, January, February. How have I never realized that? That's our birthday months. Yeah, we, uh... Listeners don't care about this shit. Look, yo, shout out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud listeners. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I ain't shit without you guys. And you guys know it. And trust me, I know it. So I appreciate you guys very much. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsor, Rebel Fit Company. And now, a word from them. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Fit Company. At Rebel Fit, you'll find state-of-the-art gym equipment, a dry sauna, and the one and only posing room nicknamed the Ego Room. Rebel Fit also offers classes for those interested in kickboxing, has a PS5 to use once you're done with your workout and just want to chill, and a podcast room where you can record your journey, whether it be weight loss or life. Visit Rebel Fit Company at 161 Locust Street off of Athens Avenue in Reading. No contracts, no hidden fees, and a chance to transform your health. Come in and sign up today. And without further ado, let's get into it, man. So, Al, you got a brand new spot, yeah. brand new pad, brand new, brand new place. Um, <laughs> this is your first place, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, congrats. Look, we're gonna do a lot of the yeah, yeah, applause yeah. today. No, seriously, yeah, a round, round of applause for that. Bring them out. Um, I know how tough it is to go out and, and live with uh, roommates and stuff like that. But you have a good setup here, bro. You got you and, and your lady, and then you have Seth and his lady. So you live with family. You live with someone near and dear to you as well. So you, you have a nice and comfortable here. You're watching the Giants game. We're watching the Giants game on the couch. Al says, I'm too loud to make this the new spot. Little does he know I'm going to find a way to be quieter to make this the new spot. We'll see. <laughs> I just like the vibe. You know I like the vibe. It's a good vibe. You know I like the vibe. Yeah. You know I liked when we went to the secret location last November. And There's the- just something different about doing it in a in a living space. Yeah. In a comfortable environment. Well, because it's comfy. Like, I don't have to worry about fucking Gene coming to the fucking door. I don't got to worry about... You know what I mean? I don't got to worry about that. The I don't hobos. Worry. The yeah, hobos. I don't got to worry about people fucking sitting there knocking. Like, no, like, we're chilling. You got a cigarette. <laughs> what that one lady say to me and you that one day? 50 cents? We ain't got it. You no. don't have 50 cents? No. Go to the ATM? No. I don't have... No. No, I don't have 50 cents, bitch. Get out. Get out. Exactly. George, hey, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. I didn't realize this about George. George is an asshole to people he doesn't know. Like, straight up. Like, we'd be in San Francisco, and he'd sit there and just honk and honk and puto and out though. I'm like, God damn, this dude is a dick to people he doesn't know. I'm like, I didn't know this side of George existed. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I know I never told you that. I'm catching you off guard right now. (laughs) But I'm being real. You show me <laughs> so stupid, man. Look, without further ado, let's just get into this shit. Eleven and a half minutes in, the Golden State Warriors won their fourth NBA title in the last eight seasons. The last Thursday, Steph Curry was named Finals MVP. The final score of the game was one hundred three to ninety, and Golden State has now made six of the last eight finals and won four of them. The dynasty still continues in the Bay Area. It is alive and well in two thousand twenty-two. I'm gonna throw it to you first. Me and you had Warriors at Christmas. You had you had Warriors in October. Yeah. But I said Rams and Warriors at Christmas. I said Matt Stafford and the Rams, Steph Curry and the Warriors will have two of the best 2022s we can think of. Both those things have come true now. 
What are your thoughts on the Warriors winning the title? Yeah, I mean, I think that honestly they were the best all-around team, especially after the Bucks lost Chris Middleton. I think that the Warriors were just too deep, too experienced. Um, and they really didn't – it felt like they didn't really have much competition in the West, honestly. True. Um, especially with Phoenix hitting bounce, but I think they would have waxed Phoenix off the floor, honestly. Um, but anyways, they they deserved it. Uh, Steph Curry, those boys – it's it's I I don't know is it they just got that special magic over there in the bay there's always some kind of magic in the bay no matter what sport it is but uh yeah I mean it was it was I, I expected I thought I thought they were gonna win the whole time so George what are your thoughts Golden State winning the title yet again um I'm happy for the uh, the youngins who got a a ring this year and they're about to get paid even they know they're about to get paid um. Um, you good, bro. You're no, good. yeah, I'm good. Um, dude, what was my train of thought? You're happy for the young boys in Golden oh, State. Yeah. Uh, happy for Clay. That's my boy. And then um, they're gonna get paid. <laughs> dude, knock it off. Go, bro. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> He's staring at me. Clay Thompson, uh, Andrew Wiggins was high as a kite. That was hella funny <laughs> to see. Uh, Jordan, uh, I want to say Belfort for some reason. What's his name? Jordan Poole. Poole. He knows he's happy. What I like is like Steph and Clay would let Jordan Poole kind of do whatever and they, they'd clean up his mess kind of a deal. He's kid splash. Yeah. Basically like, Hey, try to get a bucket or whatever. And if you don't, we'll like start hitting threes. That's what it felt like to me. Like, all right, young pup, like we'll, we'll save you, you know? And uh, it was their shit to win easily. Like, I don't know. They really turned it on on them. So it just had no answer. Marcus Smart's faking injuries to fucking look hurt. I don't even know, dude. After, uh, what, what game was it? Game four? Like, we knew the Warriors were going to come back. Yeah, well, that was the big Steph game. And that was, like, the all-time Steph game. Yeah, so. Yeah, for sure. We knew what was happening. Well, look. Shout out to the Golden State Warriors. Shout out to Steph. I know it meant a lot for Steph to, damn. <laughs> I know it meant a lot for Steph to get his first finals MVP. That was the one thing missing on his resume. Look, four rings a lot. Yeah. I was looking at just players who haven't won four rings that we hold in high regard and players that have won just four. There's a lot of people in the top 10 with just four. Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, Steph Curry. How many does Kobe have? Five. Okay. Akeem Olajuwon has two. And Akeem's regarded as one of the... And, and he is. I mean, look, he... I mean, he's 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 the dream. You know what I mean? Like, his moves were insane if you go back and look at some of those highlights. But I'm not going to step this out to death. We've never seen any other player like him. He is the greatest one-of-one one player ever, besides maybe a LeBron or Jordan. Uh, you know, Kobe was like a, car- a carbon copy of Jordan. And LeBron is such a freak in nature that the only guy I can really compare him to right now is, is Giannis, who's still not even at his apex, in my opinion, or he's just getting there. Um Steph Curry, just congrats to you, man. It meant a lot. Clay Thompson, you guys bring him up. Mm. Um, he said, anything is possible. I've never seen an NBA player stumble for seven feet in a row before a, a, a girl cuts them off by just walking in front of them. Uh, Clay came across the bay on his boat. Um, <laughs> did you guys see what Draymond said after Clay got in the <laughs> What do you say? So we were in San Francisco the weekend Clay was went in the water, right? After game four, they come back to, to San Francisco. So George and I go down there, and like we're at the beach, and he's like, oh, this is where Clay got in or whatever, yada, yada. So I'm like, uh, for some reason, I just I looked it up. And Draymond got asked 
like on the Sunday press conference about his thoughts on Clay getting in the water. He said, first of all, I would never get in the San Francisco Bay water. I never get in there. First of all, like it's dirty. I'm like, oh damn, he being he being too honest right now. Jay starting to wild out a little bit, but he a champion again. Um, but maybe the ocean doesn't have healing power because I'm happy for Clay, and I don't think he played his absolute best in this series whatsoever. To be honest with you, Game Six Clay was non-existent. Yeah, um, I know Al, you had hoped for a Game Six Clay performance, and I mean, I did too, just to watch a, a good NBA game. But that was kind of non-existent. I'm happy the guy came back. Jordan Poole got way better. Andrew Wiggins finally looks like a first overall or a top five pick after all these years. He's finally fully developed. Uh, I think he's reached his max potential. Steve Kerr's about the best out of him. But Klay Thompson is the difference maker on this Warrior team. They had Wiggins last year. They had Poole last year. And they lost two playing games. And one of them was to Memphis, who, you know, they beat them this year, but... I didn't realize there was all this vitriol for the Memphis Grizzlies coming from the Warriors, which I like, by the way. I like that shit. I like when Clay sitting there talking about fucking bum, fucking clown. Look, whoa, what's up? You good, brother? Better than someone at the door. Oh, I know Hannah's putting the doorbell on. Um, so look, I mean, before I ramble on, Clay Thompson's the difference. Warriors fourth title in eight years. Steph Curry, absolutely amazing. Let's talk about this, guys. Is Steph now the greatest point guard ever? NBA history, now that he has won his finals MVP. He's got four rings, two-time MVP, the only unanimous one. Uh, which, by the way, there's been two other players in NBA history that got every vote except one vote. Do you guys know who those players were? LeBron. 2013. Michael Jordan? Nope. Giannis. Shaq. Ah. Shaq, 2000. Or 1999. Two, yeah, 1999, 2000 Lakers. Every vote but one they got. Uh, the other votes went to Allen Iverson, I believe, in 2000, and then 2013, Carmelo Anthony. Mellow. Yeah. So, anyway, just a little tidbit for you guys. Two-time MVP, unanimous for Steph. You know, greatest shooter ever, most three-pointers in NBA history. He's probably going to hit, what, 4,000 career threes before it's all said and done. I mean, that's crazy. He's already going into his 14th season. He looks like he's in peak condition. George, I'm throwing it to you first. Is Steph Curry better than Magic Johnson at the point guard position in NBA history? You know what? I, I didn't watch a lot of Magic Johnson growing up. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, God, it's so tough to say, but I feel like his bravado was passing, right? Absolutely. And Steph Curry can pass really good. And I know for a fact Johnson couldn't shoot as good three-wise. So I'm going to have to say, yeah, I'd give it to Curry. Al, your thoughts? I think it's so hard because I think that while they're both point guards, they're both they're so polar opposite. Because while, I mean, they both are good passers. Curry's obviously amazing offensively. Johnson was good offensively, not as good. Um, Defensively, very, very good, though. Um, But when you look at who's better all time, the thing that takes the cake for me is which one of them changed the game. Steph Curry changed at the NBA. Magic and Bird did, too, though. Don't do that. They made the game a a marketable thing around the world. That's the keyword, Magic and Bird. Steph yeah. changed the NBA. Steph. Well, I mean, Steph's not the biggest star of his generation. No, LeBron's but a bigger star, bro. He is. And but, he's a better player. But in this generation, Steph Curry is the one that changed the game. That's fair. Steph's the reason these kids sit out here and shoot half-court shots, and they got no business shooting anything outside of the paint. Yeah. No so business. I, I'm going to give it to Steph. 
So, landofbasketball.com, I have some stats right here. Magic Johnson, five titles, Steph, four. Magic and Steph have both played 13 seasons. That includes Magic retiring because uh, of HIV in 91, only playing a few games, and then coming back in 96 to play 30 games, which that was really random. That was Kobe's rookie year. It's a very random thing I learned. Um, Magic made the playoffs every single year he played. Steph's made it eight times. Magic made 12 All-Star games. Steph has made eight, but he's still going. Magic won three MVPs, Steph two. Magic won three finals MVPs, Steph won. Magic has nine All-NBA first teams, Steph has four. Assist leader, Magic has him 4-0. Steals leader, Magic has him 2-1. Scoring leader, Steph has two, Magic has zero. Magic has him in every category except scoring, which was really surprising to me. I, I did not expect Magic to have this great of a resume and for it to stack up so well compared to Steph. I still have Magic in front of him because of the fact that Magic made nine finals in 12 seasons. That's crazy. And I know the Warriors have made six. But I still think Steph has a little ways to go. I don't. I know he's a transcendent shooter. I just don't know if he makes his teammates as much better than Magic did. I know that team had the worst record in basketball without Steph. But Magic Johnson also won a title his rookie year on the Lakers after getting drafted first overall. Granted, I think they got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that same summer. You know how the NBA goes. You know, you can do whatever you want when you're a big market, but what's up? Didn't he win uh, when Kareem went out or something? Like, one of the uh, big stars is out. Game and... 6, 1988 finals. Yeah. Yeah. He hit the the baby hook in Boston. Yeah. One of the most iconic NBA shots. And that's where it's like, it gets wishy-washy with me because he did a lot of iconic shit, but you know how I feel about old-timer basketball where shit was fucking soft, in my opinion. Hey, this is the 80s, though. Look, the the league wasn't as talented as, as it is now. Yes. But for you to sit there and say that it was it, it was butchers or toilet repairmen, no. no, it wasn't. Not the 80s. 60s, 70s? Yeah. 80s, 90s? Hell no. The, the dudes that could play were in the league. You, you were not in the NBA in the Jordan era and Magic and Bird era if you couldn't play. Yeah. Like, there's just too many good players. They started getting way too much money. The revenue was too crazy. Like, they weren't just going to allow crew people... You know what I mean? People as chefs on cruise ships in the summer to come and fucking, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Magic had way better stats. I was really surprised to see that. I still have Magic in front of him, but look, rest assured, Steph Curry is second best point guard to ever live. Transcendent player. Transcendent player. And he's still going, so. And he could get there. He could 100% get there, and the Braves tied it up in the ninth. That's fantastic. Um, anything else on this, guys? Anything else on Steph being the best point guard ever? Any other takes? Will the Warriors win again next year? I'm going to throw it to you first. 2023, they're going to get James Wiseman back. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they're going to pay Draymond probably this summer yet again. He has one year left on his deal. Um, that's another thing about this whole thing is that these guys got second and third contracts that paid out. They won a title. Yeah. I mean, these guys got paid a lot of money in 2019, man, and they were going to pay Durant too. But Durant walked. You know, Steph got two of the richest contracts in NBA history, the last two deals he signed, uh, which was 2017 and I believe last year. Last year, I think he signed like a five-year 270 because the Supermax, you know, the team that drafted you, they could offer you more money. Um, so he's totally maxed out. And then, yeah, Clay got like 137 over five. Draymond got 100 over four. Like, the luxury tax for this team is in the 300 millions. That's crazy. If it works, then you're making more than that on your revenue. The thing is to me, why don't all teams do this? None of them are in the in the red. Even during the COVID season, none of them were in the red. Like, they make so much money hand over fist, and you got teams that like like the Suns who don't want to pay DeAndre Ayton to save money. 
Well, I think there's to an extent of how much do I actually want to pay this guy. DeAndre Ayton's going to get the max from somebody. And he I'm makes. Not, I don't want to pay him the max, though. Do you think it makes the Suns a better championship contender? Absolutely. They're better with him than without him, I think. Yeah, but he's not their main problem. Who's their main problem? CP3? Yeah. He took him to the finals, Al. Yeah, and then what did he do this year? They went to the Western Conference semis. As the one seed. Al, what the fuck were the Suns doing the first 10 years before Chris Paul showed up? Going 25 and, and 57 or whatever it is. Or is it Monty Williams? No, Al. Al, you know too much basketball to be doing this shit. Stop. You know how, you I, know feel this about, shit you know how I feel about Chris Paul, though? You can't give him any credit? I give him credit for the 2021 season. Yeah. Yeah. I think he makes that team better. Way but better. Just, but just not 45 mil better. Fair. And I think they have the proper training and playoff resume. Pedigree. That let them go. Move them. Run it back with the young boys again. There's no reason to keep him. There's no reason. DeAndre? No, Chris Paul. And oh, y'all, y'all bugging. Y'all bugging. Y'all are wilding. Y'all are wild. Okay, so you're saying. What did the Phoenix Suns do after they lost to Kobe in 2010 until 2021? They made the playoffs zero fucking times with Mikhail Bridges, with Devin Booker, with DeAndre Ayton, with fucking so and so. Chris Paul's the main guy. He is. But. Are and they're they... better off without him? No, no, no. Are they better off with De- without DeAndre Ayton? No. So you got to move one of them. No, I don't. This is my point. The Warriors could sit here and pay a guy like Draymond Green $25 million. It ain't because they set out every game. Guess what? So do the Suns. The Suns fan base is super loyal. I equate them to like the Kings fan base. They will show out if you're fucking trash. But here's the thing about the Warriors. They've built up a sold-out arena every game for the last 12 years. Two years ago, the Suns were maybe selling half of their tickets per, for a game. But the Warriors are the fourth richest franchise in all of sports. I think with that's the just, most net worth. Let me rephrase. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's just mainly because their location. I think San Francisco is just such a high tax, uh, you know, big tech just kind of city that that's just kind of how it goes. Um, I was looking up. A, there was a TikTok video today I saw of Steve Kerr's house in San Francisco, four thousand square feet, seven and a half million dollars. Yeah, I believe it. And that's actually a good deal. But I'm like, that's that's his house. That's where you decided to live in the Bay. Well, that might just be a season house. Who knows where he lives in the offseason? Yeah, true. True. Uh, Steph lives in the wealthiest neighborhood in the United States. I can't tell you what it's called, but Steph Curry lives in one of those houses. Walnut Creek? No, not Walnut Creek. Um, I forget. I forget now, but no, it's not Walnut Creek. Um, The neighborhood name isn't Walnut Creek. I think he lives in the town of Walnut Creek, though. I think that's where he... But the neighborhood's something different. Um, Anyway, man, we're just... We're going off on a fucking tangent about the Suns and shit. Um, Will the Warriors win again next year, George? Uh, I don't think so. Who you got? Way too early finals picks. Way too early. Uh, Kyrie, LeBron on the Lakers. Somehow, someway. Who you got in the East? Bucks. Man, you just will not move off your Bucks, huh? Well, you had the I'm fucking Nets. Bucks. Yeah, Nets sons. <laughs> what was that? Don't even. You had Nets sons start the playoffs. Did he not? Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, Al, who do you got way too early finals predictions next year? In the East, I got the Bucks. I think that they're going to be the best team. I think the Celtics are kind of going to get a little bit of a hangover. And yeah. I just don't think, I don't know. I'm not too, I don't know. 
I think if the Bucks had Chris Middleton, I think that they probably would have beat the Celtics. Yeah. Um, but I think the Bucks fully healthy, and I also think that the Bucks are going to make a move this summer. I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel like they're going to do something. And I, I got a feeling it's going to be a big one. Drew Holiday for Donovan Mitchell? Drew Holiday and a bunch of other shit for Damian Lillard is what I'm thinking. I think Dame somehow finds his way to... Um, um, Dude, could you imagine Dame in Miami? I think Dame's going to move to Denver. Yeah, that'd be a good spot. I, I think they give up Murray, Porter Jr., some picks, maybe another guy for, for, for Joker and, and that'd Dame. That'd be hot. Joker and Dame could do something. Yeah, definitely. Joker and Dame could do something. Um, I'd put them right up there with Golden State at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we will talk about the new Drake album. We'll talk about Kyrie going to the Lakers. We do have that written down. The NBA draft is tomorrow. We're going to ask Al what he plans on doing for the NBA draft and where do the Kings go. And also, if we have any plans for summer when we come back. All right. And we are back. So, let's get into this, guys. The new Drake album. Honestly, never mind. It dropped last Friday, his seventh studio album. Uh, no promotion whatsoever, just an Instagram post saying that it's dropping at midnight, and then it came out, and then he has a brand new Sirius XM radio show. Um, I think Table for One is the name of it, and he premiered the album on Table for One. Um, he announced that earlier in the day before he announced the album. You guys haven't listened to it very much. I'll be honest, I've, I've skimmed through it. It it's not the easiest listen, um, and, and there have been a lot of things going on and whatnot. Um, this is one of those albums, though, where I feel like it's not a sit on the couch or a sit in my room and 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 take it in kind of albums. It's an out and about album. It's a, you know, Al loves cruise ships. It's a, I'm on the fucking cruise right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going across the, it's that kind of music. It's nighttime, lights are, lights are bright. George, I'm going to throw it to you first, man. What did you think about the new Drake album? If you've heard it, and if you haven't, What's the reception been like? Because it's been a lot of hate. Um, I think it, I think it is a little vibey song uh, or album. Uh, I think it's not normal Drake, and that's where people are gonna shit on it. But if it's a little loosey goosey, uh, I'm trying to some new experimental album by Drake. Then uh, I mean he's, he's earned the right to do that, you know. Ow, I mean, well, I haven't listened to it because I've just been fucking insanely busy. The thing about Drake. He's always going to make so much money no matter how shitty his songs are. That's true. Because everyone's going to listen to him and everyone's going to listen to it at least twice. And they're going to TikTok it and they're going to make It's going to be on TikTok. It's going to be on commercials. Yep. Yeah. NBA finals. Yeah. All that I shit. Mean, so no matter how bad it is, Drake's going to make so much fucking money off it. I was surprised it was an album, but Drake did sign a humongous deal with Universal Music Group. Um, one executive called it a LeBron-type deal. Um, that's literally what they call it. So, I'd, In other words, he got maxed, and the same way guys signed for a certain amount of years, I think Drake signed a five-year deal, a five-album deal. Um, that's usually the standard in, in recording music. He did five albums of Cash Money, and now he has done currently two albums and a mixtape under um, Universal and Republic uh, with CLB, and now this one being an album. I was surprised it was an album for being experimental, for being a dance EDM album, for being something that, like, you know, he's done the Passion Fruits and the Blems, and he's done the Take Cares and the Marvin's Rooms and Hold On, We're Going Homes, but he's never done, and even, like, one dance and whatnot, he's never done the Calvin Harris shit. And that's what throws me off because Drake's not a Calvin Harris, you know what I mean, uh, Zed uh, type artist, you know, the, the EDM guys and whatnot. I just don't think of him that way. So to hear the music and I don't think if I don't think he fits. 
That's that's my problem. It, he doesn't fit at all on any of these instrumental. There's a couple songs. Um, I like Sticky. I like the first verse more so. Um, but again, on a lot of this album, it's you know she wanted me to play with that cat. She loved that I'm making her wet. Like he's just talking about just a whole bunch of fucking. And I'm sorry, I don't do a whole bunch of fucking, but I just don't relate to that that much. It's 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 getting tougher and tougher. Drake's secret weapon, Drake's sauce. Pause. Back in the day was he was able to hit you in your feels, especially for the dudes. Because dudes, and there was a great, I'm going off on a tangent. There was a fantastic commercial during game six of the finals. These guys were in the gym, lifting weights. This guy was bench pressing, and this kid had it down and couldn't get it back up. You know, like when you did too many reps and you just, you know, you need someone to help spot you. Guy walks over. He's like, hey, man, you okay? Do I need to spot you? He's like, no, no, I'm good. And it was talking about mental health and how men approach mental health. Oh, no, I'm good. No, I'm straight. No, I'm cool. Proceeds to go blackout. Proceeds to go do pills. Proceeds to not tell their friends. Proceeds to kill themselves. Drake was able to hit dudes in they feels. He was able to make you feel a certain way. I know me personally, as a kid, I went through a lot of bullying and a lot of stuff. He helped me feel like I fit in because he was so out of the box with his music and singing about women and his feelings and, oh, oh, you know it. Oh, oh. Yeah, I know George likes that shit. But I'm being real right now. My problem with Drake recently is I don't get that anymore. The last time I sat there and I like, got goosebumps off a Drake song, Scorpion, More Life. Maybe not even Scorpion, because he was just doing a whole bunch of fucking dissing Kanye, and, and I'm the biggest ever. I got a billion streams first week, and I killed Triple X, and fuck y'all. That's all that album was. You know, maybe the Michael Jackson song was like the last great R&B song he ever did, but people don't like that Michael Jackson record. That's not particularly very high in his discography. We'll always bring up all the old shit first. Um, but anyway, by the way, whoever made that commercial, I, I don't know the company's name, but fantastic commercial. Um, I think it was just a uh, way for a better life or whatever that is. Um, as Seth walks to the door, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I've uh, never seen that commercial, actually. I only saw it during the game. That was the only time that I saw it, but I thought it was fantastic. What year? This year. Oh, I, I didn't see it. <laughs> no, I saw it three years ago in the finals. <laughs> George. Um... Anything else on this Drake album, man? I'll just, I'll tell you guys right now. We're doing an album review pod here in a week or two. Um, just didn't hit me in my feels, man. Just not, not what I expected. Are you guys going to listen to it? Are you guys excited for it? I mean, there's been a lot of slander. There's no way you guys haven't seen that, I feel like. A yeah, lot of slander. slander. Yeah. And you guys are on, you, you guys the Twitter boys. I'm not the type of dude that'll type of dudes, but y'all are. Go shoot! Uh, Listeners are wondering what they think. It I think uh, tuned out. No, I think um, I'm gonna listen to it, but just in the right zone, you know, probably like a dance, uh, probably at the bars or something. Mm, okay. Um, on some. It's gotta be on on the jukebox. It's gotta be on, or, on the box or, 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 or the tune box, mm. whatever they call that shit. It's gonna be a TikTok uh, frenzy for sure. That one song, uh, Massive, which I will play a little bit of here in a sec, a humongous TikTok trend already. It's got the one kid with the glasses in the club dancing. I think I sent that to y'all. Um, huge meme song already. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he has plenty of money. I brought up the deal to say that, like, he's probably getting 50 to $100 million per album. He's getting paid before the album. So he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to experiment. He has to put out a certain amount of albums in the next four or five years. And this is what he's doing at this point. He's done the rapping. He's done the singing. Fuck yeah. I'm giving y'all some EDM and I'll see y'all next year. You know, he's not the type of guy to go away for years like Kendrick and, 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 and make you long for him and then come back with this big comeback. No, he's going to be out every year. He's going to hit every year. 
He's gonna be on top every year. Are you excited for the album? Yeah, are you gonna I listen am. to it. I'll listen to it. I just just haven't been able to yet. Can I play you guys a little snippet of a little something? Is that cool? Yeah. Let's play Massive because I like Massive. This is probably the best dance song um, on the album, in my opinion. And I'll tell you guys what to stay away from because there are a couple records that are just fucking bad, man. I am gonna hold you. This is Massive by Drake. We're gonna let a little bit of this rock. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let's skip ahead a little bit because it's a long intro. This is definitely some club shit. <laughs> oh, when you're ready, you can put this behind us. Maybe we can find us again. I know. Put this behind us. We can find us again Cause I don't go I was alone I was alone in this world And I needed people I know my funeral gon' be lit Cause how I treated people I don't wanna go I don't wanna <laughs> You don't like this shit? Are you not a fan now? That ain't it you don't like that? That ain't it. Hey, George, what do you think? With the boys, it's not a, it's a thing. But if I'm zootied and fruitied at the club, I don't know. I don't want to go. Yeah, Al never gets out. Yeah, if so you're out he's not gonna like anything, that shit. That, yeah, that, that's going to be a, a bopper. I'm going to be busting champagne bottles like at the fucking... That's why Al likes J. Cole, because he's a homebody. And J. Cole's a homebody. You're a homebody. That's my guy. I'm not a homebody. But you're like, it's in the Capricorn, um, Jess. What? Hey, what was that one thing Shaq did to Kenny one time? Where he grabbed it? The- <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not a homebody, George. You know I'd be on the streets with you. Yeah, but I, I, I brought you out there going, wow. That's true. No, you introduced me to the streets. Streets introduced themselves to me too. We out here. I they, said. I said. I'm Blake. The streets know who. They said. We know. Streets know who got next. Been waiting. <laughs> so Mr. Mayfield, we've been waiting so for you. Stupid. This podcast is so stupid. Yeah, but at least we're experimenting. Like Pause. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, Jesus Christ. Oh shit! That was the wrong time to step in. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on. Anything else on the Drake album? Do you guys have any other takes? Any other thing? So you have, guys didn't like that song. No, you, you I, didn't I like, like that record. Are you going to listen to the album still? Yeah. Okay. We're going to listen. We haven't listened. And it's just not the setting for the album. I want to play you guys the worst fucking song on the album. One of the worst songs I've heard this year. The, no, shit like this is going to make me go like Seth and just listen to Fake Country. Because I'm getting tired of all my favorite artists like Post and Drake and Kendrick dropping all these fuckity fuck albums. You say Fake Country? Yeah, you like Fake Country. Well, I mean, you know, Morgan Wallen's half half country. He made a song with Lil Durk, man. Stop. I'm on a Zach Bryan kick right now. Zach Bryan. My new album. No, we're we're good. Thank you though. <laughs> this is falling back. Hey. Yo. Hey. Hey. Oh. Showing myself, finding a way to stay I think this is the one I listened to and I like. This shit's ass. You know, you just 
tequila. Oh, that's what to come right back. I guarantee you'll turn around. This song sucks. No, tequila, and then we're gonna listen again, and you're like, George, I was so wrong. No, we're gonna listen to Massive with tequila, and I'm gonna be talking about how my funeral is gonna be lit because how I treated people. That's what I'm gonna be saying. That's true. Yo, George, I got my funeral not gonna be lit because how I treat people. Yo, George was being such a victim the other day. Can I tell you this story? No, 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 not on, not on pod, not I'll, on pod. I'll, can I tell you this story? George was being such a victim the other day. You were. You know what I'm saying, too. That's why you don't want me to... I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck. Why are you getting mad? Tell the story. I don't care. Why are you getting mad? Why are you getting... Because you know you're in the wrong? George's never been wrong in his whole life. Okay? So we're sitting here. I don't even know what the hell is going on. He texts me. Compelling content for the listeners here. George hit me and uh, just with some bullshit. And some days I'm just not feeling it, bro. So he said... um, I sent him a picture, Al. It said, Tuesday morning, no store. You know the store, Tuesday morning? Yeah, it said, Tuesday morning, no store. Very tired. He said, LOL, we waken. He said, wait, could you make time for Dustin Gurney today for a supplementary pod? I said, Grandma's B-Day today. So-and-so pushed the podcast to next Wednesday, so we can tomorrow. Tomorrow isn't today. He said, I was kidding. So, Al, immediately, I'm, I just, I'm like, all right. I'm just like, all right. I'm like, here we go. George is just being fuckity fuck George. I said, you want a pod tonight, me and you. NBA Finals recap, little Drake talk. Leaves me all red, right? George is addicted to his phone. Like, we almost crashed in San Francisco because how fucking addicted he is to his phone. He was editing the video as he was driving. It was terrible. I was afraid for my life. I was more afraid for his life. (laughs) But I was afraid for mine, too. He's always on his phone. Leaves me all red. So I, being a smart ass, say... Oh, dope. Love when all my friends bail on the pod. Doing it myself. Y'all gonna see. That's what I said. I said that shit to George. George put a cow emoji. What does that mean? I think it's just a rant. Let me see it. You put the cow emoji. I know this is so compelling for it the listeners. It looks like he's sad, like a sad cow. I don't know. So he puts the cow emoji. I don't know what that means, so I leave him on red. He says, I can't believe how much you disrespect me. I said, bro, you straight up ignoring me. He's... D- I don't like being straight up ignored. You know what I mean? But my friends, I don't like that shit. And you fucking leave your shit on delivered like a bitch. So I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not Jesus calling you that. I'm not, I'm not calling you that because this is your house. But like, I hate people that leave their shit on delivered, bro. Like, no, put that shit on red. Delivered is like, oh, I'm t- you will never know if I read your message. I hate that. You're going to know if I read your message. And I read everyone's messages. But you know I was at work, so I was clearly working. Like, I was he said, I'm working, working, you duck. I meant to say fuck. Um, then he calls me and, and and we're all good. But yeah, nonetheless, that's okay. Is that an okay story? I thought that was okay. No, that's a good story, but uh, yeah, I thought that was okay. Went on. Went. Well, you thought I was gonna tell something else? No, we're good. We're good. Is there a different story to tell? <sighs> Honestly, never mind. What? No, we're potting, bro. I'm trying to make content. We're all, bro. We're all shooting like one for eight. Like I'm trying. But that was to- just a Drake album, and you didn't even catch the reference. What? Honestly, never mind. It was that bad. <laughs> that's why I didn't catch the Jeez reference. That shit was that shit was not that good. Uh, that, now you're hating reference. on Drake. I'm not hating on Drake. I'm hating on what he did. Drake has made music that I will listen to for my entire lifetime. Whenever I get married, whenever I stop being a fucking, you know what I mean? Born again Christian or something. No. Drake. I'm not a born again Christian. First of all, I, I was born again, 2017. Once I left high school. You know who it is. 
Do you not know who it is? You're making it mad awkward, yo. I'm just, I'm just asking you questions. No, no. Okay. Do you know who it is? Are you lost right now? Are you lost right now? Do you know what's bit. going on in the pod? I'm, I'm pretty lost. I ain't going to lie. Let's transition, man. Kyrie going to the Lakers. Thoughts? Not going to happen. Not this He's not off, staying not, on the Nets. Not this offseason. Why not? I think there's no way in hell the Nets trade him to the Lakers. One, the Why? Lakers have nothing to offer. That's not true. That's true. What are they going to offer? That's 100% true. They have no picks. They have no young players that I want. We have picks. They're just, you got to wait five years. <laughs> Which ain't, that's not going to be what the Nets want. And when they're trading Kyrie, you also got to prove to Kevin Durant, we're getting young players to keep you here so we can win. Yeah, AD's not 30. They're not getting AD, though. I think they'll get AD. I think they'll get motherfucking, um, who's homeboy? Uh, I don't know. The, the, the white boy, the new one. That's Reeves? really good. Yes. That ain't getting it done. Yeah, that's not good. Can I fucking talk? Well, I thought that was, I thought that Davis, was Davis, Reeves, 2027 first, 2028 second. Cash. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, but like, I think they'll be able to work this out. I don't think the Nets want KD. Or um, Kyrie, sorry, they want Kyrie. I don't think they do either, but I don't. Oh, think, they don't want Kyrie. I don't think they're going to trade him to the Lakers either. But they're out of conference. You won't see them unless they're in the finals. And if I'm the Nets, I still keep Kevin Durant. I'm trading you back to LeBron, and I could potentially get Anthony Davis, and I can get some draft picks for when KD leaves. I have all of a sudden first rounders coming in if my team is bad. But we don't know how his health is going to hold up. I don't think it's a terrible deal for them. Here's my thing: like, I don't think they're going to trade Kyrie to his preferred destination. Why not, though? What Sean is, Marks likes what, Kyrie. What has Kyrie done since day one when he walked in that building? Done nothing but piss people off there. He, he is an eye guy. He's done nothing but piss people off. Why would I do something good for you when you've done nothing but piss me off? I just, I think they like Kate, or uh, Jesus, I think they like Kyrie. I, I think the opposite. I think they like him. I, I don't know what's going on with Kyrie and Steve Nash. Because he keeps talking a lot of shit about Steve Nash. And there's new stories and reports coming out about how um, Steve Nash would have practice and then Kyrie would hold five-on-five practice and he'd be the coach after original practice is already over. That's wild. We know about the vaccination shit already. Uh, We know about, you know, when the Capitol riot happened January 6th last year, Kyrie missed two weeks of work and went to Jamaica or something to to get his chakras right after that because it didn't sit right with his spirit. Just a whole bunch of shit. Um, which is fine, but Kyrie, Kyrie doesn't, he don't love basketball like that no more. Can we just say that finally? Yeah, no. Like he doesn't. He hit one of the clutchest shots in NBA history against the greatest regular season team in NBA history. He reached the pinnacle, won a title. He played with LeBron James for four years, three years, made the finals every year. He got to play with KD. He got to go to Boston. Like, he's done. He did the Uncle Drew movie. He has dope-ass sneakers. He signed two max deals with two different teams. Like, I think he's kind of done the best he thinks he can, and he's just kind of over it. He's been saying for years, I want to retire in my early 30s. He's 30. Does he start going down the James Harden route where he's just like, fuck it, I don't care? We're already there with that. He was yeah. phenomenal in that game one, round one. I, I mean, that was probably like his greatest performance since probably the 2016 finals. You could pull maybe game five, maybe game seven. Um, he was really good in 2017 as well, but 2016, he really, him and Braun went crazy. Um, that was probably his best playoff performance since then, and they didn't win a game. Yeah. And he didn't do shit after that game one, and unfortunately, neither did KD. Um, 
I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, Kyrie, maybe the the Nets want to, maybe they want to trade Simmons. Maybe they trade him somewhere else, and they pull some. I mean, it doesn't have to be a straight across trade. I can see another team getting involved in this. I can see the Rockets getting involved in this. Christian Wood, I don't know. Christian Wood's already gone. Where'd he go? Dallas. That happened today. That happened like last week. Really? I like that. Oh yeah, it did happen. Oh damn, it was good. Oh, but what about offloading uh, John Wall's contract? And. That's a that's lots of offload. That's forty Lakers take it? forty-three milli. But is he gonna play? Who gives a shit? Now he, Bro, he, he will play. He'll play. He'll play. The Lakers are a hot mess, and I don't know why I feel like Kyrie's the answer, but I do feel like if him and Braun get back together, this team well, all of a sudden is a humongous upgrade. But then you also are pairing Kyrie with Russell Westbrook? No, we're getting rid of Westbrook. You gotta offload Westbrook. We're not gonna bring in Kyrie and have all four guys. I mean, come on, man. Nobody stop. wants Russell Westbrook. That's though. not true. Someone will take him. Charlotte wants him because they're gonna offload Gordon Hayward here in a sec. That's out there already. Drafts tomorrow, they're offloading Gordon they Hayward. La- they got LaMelo. They don't want Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> but if I'm Michael Jordan, I've always complimented Russell Westbrook. He he I Michael Jordan out of his own mouth said, This yeah. guy plays the most like me compared to any player since me. Over Kobe, right? So he's well. He did say that, and so I'm already a fan of Westbrook. If I'm like, my team's not going anywhere. I just need to put people in the seats. Westbrook and Lamelo. I agree with you. It's 35 wins max. You're not looking forward to, to the future very much, but you'll sell out a few games. That's an electric pairing right there. That's very entertaining to watch. If I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan, the problem with Westbrook last year is is. I think the pressure got to him. He goes somewhere like Charlotte where you get two primetime games a year. Otherwise, you're on league pass on a random Wednesday and Friday night. He'll be like the Thunder those last few years. He still has the athleticism. He still is just as errant with the basketball. I don't see it being much different than when he was on the Thunder. And I don't think the Charlotte Hornets mind that. I could also see someone like the Rockets who are going absolutely nowhere. I like Jalen Green, but they're going absolutely nowhere. Anytime soon. They're still building back from the Harden trade. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Be interesting. It'd be interesting. What do you think is going to happen, man? George. Um, What I think is going to happen with the Lakers or Kyrie? Both. Uh, Lakers are going to move whoever they got to do to try to be relevant again. Uh, Kyrie, I could see. I know he wants to be with LeBron. I could see the Lakers pulling it off because we're the Lakers. But I, I do understand where I was coming from. Where like the Nets are like, "Fuck you! We're not gonna fucking, you know, load you over to whoever you want to go to." Like they, they're they're gonna the Nets are gonna want to take the best deal. The Lakers are gonna try to offer the best deal. We're to, going AD trade again. But I don't. I want to keep AD. Like AD's still the guy. I'd rather keep me. AD over Kyrie. Over Kyrie or Westbrook, both. I agree with that. Well. I don't LeBron, know. LeBron only plays point guard. I, is it is it dumb of me to think that Braun and Kyrie could make a nice little run just by themselves? They have the chemistry. They've done it. Yeah, but then what Kyrie's else? not the same player, but LeBron's damn near the same player. They ain't touching Golden State, though. Are they even touching Memphis? I think they can get Memphis. Maybe. It's a big maybe. Yeah. They're not touching Golden State. They're getting killed in the post, whoever they play. I don't. That's true. I don't think they match up very well against someone like Phoenix either. Yeah. Uh, who are very guard heavy and Kyrie's a liability there. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just get rid of Westbrook. 
Please, like for the love of God. That's what I'm hopeful for. I'm not hopeful for Kyrie Irving. I like Kyrie. I was shopping for Kyrie shoes yesterday. I couldn't find any because my feet are too fat. Um, but I'm, I like Kyrie. I'm a big fan. And we got to get rid of Westbrook, man. Yeah. For real. Let's go to someone else's favorite team in the room. George and I are Laker fans. Al, you are a Sacramento Kings fan. Sorry. What do the Kings do on draft night? It is Wednesday. Putting this up tonight. The NBA draft is tomorrow. You guys have the fourth overall pick. Mm -hmm. Ivy. I keep hearing about Ivy, how he's the guy. But you already have De'Aaron Fox. You already have so-and-so. What do you guys do tomorrow? Do you trade down? What's up with your Kings? So, in my opinion, I think that we were talking a little bit before the pod. There's been some rumblings about John Collins for Harrison Barnes. If you can pull that off, fucking do that right now. Because Harrison Barnes, I love Harrison That's Barnes. That's The Hawks he, should not do that. Harrison Barnes is not as good as John Collins. No, definitely not. At all. It's the contract, though. I think that's what it is. Because you're gonna, they're getting ready to have to pay Trey Young. And Trey Young's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, as he should. Exactly. Um, but anyways, uh, so you get John Collins in. Then you got him, Sabonis, Fox, DiVincenzo, Davion Mitchell. Those are all a lot of guards. So then you need a forward. So... I don't know too much about the NBA draft. It's so freaking hard to pay attention to the NBA draft. Uh, when you're an adult with a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'll watch it. I, I think they need a small forward. They got a lot of guards. They got some good backup guards. But especially if they trade Harrison Barnes, they don't have a three. Um, in my opinion, I'd like it if we traded back a couple picks. Because I think Ivy's going to be a hot commodity. And I, don't think we, I just don't think we need another guard. Yeah. I think Ivy's going to be good. But we just traded away Halliburton because we had too many guards. We don't need to recreate that problem and just keep trading guards. Um, so I think we go and we get a three. I think that's the smart thing to do. And hopefully trade back two or three picks to do it. Are you confident Monty McNair will make the right move? I am. Monty's done good in the draft. He, he, nailed, the Hall, he nailed the Halliburton pick. Granted, Halliburton fell into his lap. But uh, he nailed that pick. Davion was a pretty good pick last yep. year. Um, so, I mean, I, I do trust him. I think that he did a good job with the coaching search. I think that the Sabonis move, granted, you trade away Halliburton. I think it was – you had to trade either Fox or Halliburton, and the bottom line is Halliburton's on a rookie deal. So that's where that kind of fell through, but I, I do trust Monty McNair. George, what do you think the Kings should do? Um, Before I start on that, Halliburton, what pick was he in what draft? 13, right? Uh, 12. 12? Mm-hmm. And Tw- who, 2020. And yeah. who was around that area after him? I don't know, but what I do... I know Halliburton was supposed to be a top five pick. I don't know why he fell, but... I don't know. You're asking the wrong dude over here. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know pay attention to that shit at all. Well, I, I was going to say is, like, maybe they... Like, with him, they got him at 12. They flip him. They play. He plays good. They flipped him for Sabonis. I don't I know yep. you're not high on him. I, I'm pretty high on him. He's good, but he doesn't make the Kings better than Halliburton and Fox together did. But what I'm opinion. saying is, like, if the Kings got another guard and then did, like, the same thing, flipped him for another, like, kind of a all-star player, is that the best route? Or should they just trade down for more picks? Just, can you draft a guy who can hit threes? You just traded the guy who currently is the third most active player in the league with the most three-pointers made behind the Splash Brothers. We oh. did we did trade for Donny DiVincenzo. He was part of that Marvin Bagley trade who shot 44% once he got to the Kings. And he was good on Milwaukee, but... And he's a really, really good defender. Yeah, I'm actually high he's on He's good. Him. I'm, I've been high on him since he came into the league. Yeah. So I think he could be good, but... That's like, fine. He, they got to get a guy that can hit some threes. Like, Fox, Fox was at about 38%. Sabonis right around there, too. You got to have someone that can hit over 40. I just... The Kings, man, 
you're talking about John Collins and Sabonis, and it just seems so counteractive. It's like when the Pelicans had Cousins and AD. It's like, this ain't 2003. If this was like 03, like, you know what I mean? Or, or, or even back like Tim Duncan, David Robinson, like where two big men would, you know what I mean, twin tower it or, or they just, you know, good job in the or good luck in the paint. That's different. But this is a, a three-point shooting league. It is, but at the same time. The Kings have never had elite shooters. And if they did, they traded them. Look at the finals. The Celtics had Al Horford. And then other, they, lost. they didn't really have a four. But then the Warriors, Kavon, Looney, and Draymond, that was their best lineup when they had those two in. You can win. Well, the Warriors with, also have win. amazing shooters. Yes, that's that's the thing. The Kings need a shooter. But I, I bottom line, I think if you can't trade back, take Ivy and just trade Ivy. Trade them. Yeah. Are the Kings in any sweepstakes for any of these guys? Uh, you know, a John Collins, Kyrie, Westbrook. I mean, are you guys in any? There's no way they would trade for Kyrie or Westbrook. But I do think that they. I think there's a good chance they end up getting John Collins. Because this was rumored at last year's trade deadline that they were close to getting him. That's so nuts to me. But if you can trade Harrison Barnes for him, you do it. Yeah, but they're going to ask for way more. They're going to ask for whoever you drafted number four, which is fine. They're going to ask for... I don't think so. It's John Collins, bro. It's either that or he gets a max. Yeah. They made the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Him and Trey. I know they had Bogdanovich. I know they had like some other dudes, but I don't know. I don't know. It's going to take more than Harrison Barnes. I'm sorry. No, it will. But I think if Harrison, you don't have to trade away Davion or right. You know, one of your younger pieces, then I think you do it. If Harrison Barnes is a centerpiece, you do it. Okay, George. Any other thoughts on this? Um, the Kings just need to make some noise because they're a small market. They're not the Lakers. You know, there's not like a fucking huge star that wants to go and play with the Kings. Yeah, no one wants so, to go to Sacramento. So they have to make at least a noise. Make a Change the culture to like a Warriors where like, hey, look, they're fucking making some buzz. You know, they're they specialize in grit, like a Pacers, like a like a just a some a specialized specialized in something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because the Warriors specialized in shooting. Yeah, all of a sudden, everyone wants to go play in the Bay. Mm-hmm. People didn't want to play in the Bay in the two thousands. They did not want to play for that organization. And it starts from the, from the top down. Um, for for sure, man, for sure. Look, I got nothing else topic wise. We're going to run the Black Rose ad real quick. When we come back, we'll just discuss summer plans. We'll talk about maybe some dog day podcast ideas because I do want to do at least one this year. We we never, ever get around to one. I want to do just at least one this year in July, August when it's just hot and miserable and we just come and chill. Um, this is a Rose. Uh, <laughs> this is a Black Rose ad. Sorry. Um, we'll let this rock, and then we'll be back in about 45 seconds. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California. Open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. All right, we are back. So let's talk about this, guys. You guys got any plans for summer? I know there's just like a random ass. Summer started yesterday. It was my grandma's birthday. Happy birthday, grandma. Um, And 
2022, things are back open. No more mandates, no more masks, no more fucking show this card, show that card. Um, shit's shit's popping. Shit's back open. So any plans for the summer, any ideas for the podcast that you want to let the listeners know about? If you don't, it's fine. I have some myself. George, I'm going to throw it to you first. Um, Anything for 2022 summer? Fully loaded summer. I mean, there's not going to be a minute of... Um, there's not going to be many days where I get more than seven hours of uh, sleep because I'm going to either be working... Or I'm gonna be working on the pod. Um, as you working know, working out. Working out. We're in close contact with a lot of people right now. Uh, me and Blake have to go back to San Fran to look at apartments, talk to um, reporters, go get my dad's. Uh, <laughs> Don't start lying, bro. But you know what I'm saying. Like, Come on. I'm lying a little bit. I'm almost speaking in existence. All right, all right. How far away are we from you're not being real? You're stretching the truth about the reporter. Not, I'm not looking for an apartment. Come on now. Come on now. Here <sighs> soon, honestly. George doesn't realize when I say San Francisco is the most expensive city in America. I don't think he realizes how fucking big America is and how many cities are in America. George, I'm with you. I can't afford that. Listen, guys, that's neither here nor there. It's here and there. It's here and there. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going back to San Fran. Uh, I had to yes. go get my dad's uh, present. I bought, uh, paid the. What's it I put the down, down payment. payment on it. Um, I it's hope a he dope loves ass it. Poster. Yeah, we didn't a, tell Al about that. We can tell him right now. Tell him it's, it's your. You, you explain it better. You got you got a better voice. So we went into. <laughs> yo, hey, so many dudes have told me that over the last. I'm not gay. Hey, full disclosure, real quick. I ain't gay, bro. I know it's Pride Month. No, I'm just letting y'all know because there's a lot of dudes in the DM or, or that hit me up that are fans of like, yo, your voice keep talking. Like, all right, man, pause, yo. <laughs> Um, Anyway, (laughs) George, we go to San Fran. We're on the wharf. We're on Beach Street. You know, Beach Street. We're up up from the beach. High as hell. All right, man. Jesus Christ. All right, bro. (laughs) Full disclosure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you've done a lot of that, so we might as well just be full transparent with the Full Full disclosure and transparency. So we're there, and we go into this one store. George keeps seeing all these little stores, and and me... I just, it was a nice day. I just wanted to kind of walk around, get my steps in, you know, whatever. So we go into this one store, and this guy does, like, vintage movie posters. We find a Rocky Three movie poster, like an OG one. And so he ended up putting a down payment on that for his dad, for uh, oh, his birthday. Tight. So like we're going to do a round like of a, that, yeah. we're going to do a round of a pause real quick for George. Yeah. It's very cool. I like that a lot. I'm sure your dad's a fan. He doesn't know you did that for him, though, right? Uh-uh. That's crazy. He's talking hella shit because I forgot to take him Father's Day dinner. Oh shit! But it was gonna be grand buffet. I'm like, hey, we've done this like literally the last grand buffet, and I take you there like all the fucking time. And I was like, hey man, sorry, I got you next time. He cursed you out in Spanish. Not cursed, but he says, oh man, dinner was so good today. Like because he clearly didn't go with me. Like, all right, you don't gotta fucking rub it in, motherfucker. (laughs) You Sagittarian motherfucker. That was hella funny. But yeah, anyway, he got that form in San Fran. So I think San Fran holds a special place in Georgia's heart right now. And look, it does for me too. I'm a Giants fan. I I went to the ballpark every year as a kid growing up. um, And that place is truly wonderful. So you have to pay for literally anything. Then you realize that it's a fucking island full of skyscrapers and it costs a lot of money. I didn't realize that. Like my dumbass never realized that. There's so much shit I learned as an adult. I never realized coming in from the Bay Bridge, like, this entire city is just an island. And this could easily break off and just go into the ocean any day. Big enough earthquake comes, it could just start drifting to the Pacific. 
Hey, that Salesforce tower? Hey, that, that shit ain't so nice no more. Not when it's in the water. The Transamerica Pyramid? I like that shit. You know San, what I'm talking about? The San Francisco Warriors new arena? San Francisco Warriors. We haven't been there. You didn't want to go there. You didn't want to go there, right? Isn't that what happened? I forget, but... <laughs> I thought that's what happened. Ah, let's go to you, man. Let's go to you. This podcast has been. Oh, wait, my bad. I haven't even. I haven't finished. Uh, oh, okay, go ahead. The weekend. Um, yes, that's concert. in Santa Clara, August. Um, and you know how how we've been talking about going to Chico, getting some more people, um, in contact with um, like artists, actors, strippers, all that, and we're working hard to uh, get as many as. <laughs> No, I mean that's serious. Al's I'm that's serious. I know. I know. Al's reaction is funny. All right, but I'm just making sure we get anyone and. Everyone, I said anyone and everyone, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, whoever you guys want to hear, whoever you guys want to see, whoever's hot right now, like we're gonna try to get them on on the pod. I like that. And, um, and there's more to come later this month. This is pod number seven this month. The record is seven for a month, so we're shattering that. There's at least three or four more coming before the end of the month. We're working hard. Yeah, for sure. That's how you gotta do it, man. What about you, Al? Any plans for the summer? Anything you plan on doing? Uh, look, I did say you'd have one of the biggest 2022s. I know there's been some ups and downs for you, unfortunately. But got your own place for the first time. Got engaged. Pretty big year so far. New car. New car. New job. New job. Like You've had your 2022 is shaped out the way that I still have you winning fantasy football. I mean, I still want to be right there, but I still... It, look, I got Rams and Warriors, so... If I had to place my, my hundo, I'd put it on you. I'm, I'm being dead ass. You can give me a hundo if you want. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go better than Vegas. <laughs> uh, not not really anything in the works. Uh, we're doing Chargers-Jags in September. That's kind of the mm. after summer, but yes. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Already paid for a book. Just got to get that plane ticket. Yep. But um, nothing really in the works. I don't, really, I don't get paid time off till September, so don't really want to take time off and not get paid for it so a part of me likes just grinding all summer though yeah a part of me likes that because it's just it's hot either people are just out and about just messing around or they're working and you know just doing their thing so i like working all summer my plans for the summer are this um definitely want to you know we got san francisco hopefully coming up but we'll see we'll see how the bank account looks because man that inflation is is biting right about now i bet i filled the yeah. car up again today it was 90 yeah. bucks still yeah i'm like god damn bro so inflation's fucking biting me in the ass like it is everyone else so we'll see what's up with san fran but we are definitely doing the weekend concert august 27th we will have a pod uh reporting from the hotel room like i did in san francisco uh, reporting from levi stadium after that concert is over just telling you guys how it went and, and stuff like that and then yeah me and al are going to jaguars chargers so uh got one event going with my guys and that's Probably about it. I know Jaguars Chargers is end of September, but that's probably about the end of summer. Yeah. You know, fall starts like September 23rd or something. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll do a podcast then as well after the game's over and talk about the NFL and stuff. Maybe have George call in and flex it out that way, you know, have a little Sunday night pod. So, yeah, that's basically it. Any plans for the podcast? Do you guys want to hit on any topics? Is there any certain things, any NFL games, any NBA games you guys want to do a deep dive on? You bring up round one game one, Net Celtics. Um, I know we've talked about Pat's Falcons before, maybe talking about that bowl, but any dog day pods because we don't usually do those. I usually just take time off. But I want to do at least one a week throughout the summer and just kind of keep this thing, you know, just keep keep the squeaky wheel squeaky is all. Any ideas, George? Uh, I think we should bring in... Um us three and like this is the nucleus and then a one random, like a different one every uh, rotate fourth. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Like and, who? Uh, we'll just talk. Uh, like this is just the idea okay. of who, but I don't have exactly have a name yet. But then you know, like, hey, I want to be on with us, you know. Okay. Kind of how we started with um, Hondro and all them, you know, it's like one-offs like us. Right. And then became part of the, you know, team. And uh, clearly our, um, I want to have our sponsor, um, Spring Gold Farms, back on. Yeah, shout out to Spring Gold Farms. Haven't done an ad for them yet, but we're going to, that's not what I want. I want that button. <laughs> yeah, here. Shout out to Spring Gold. What's up? So you get to use that one to fucking death. <laughs> I love that. It's an applause. I don't know about you guys. I love this new mixer board. Oh, big love. Big. It, look, yo, we're killing 2022. All three of us. How about that? Like this podcast, the production has taken a humongous step up. I almost can't listen to the pods even from last year because it's just one mic. And it's like, it just sounds so much better and different now. Uh, you know, production is taking a step up. We talked about Al, you know, brand new car, new place, getting engaged. I mean, just a bunch of shit, you know, fancy football, like a ton of shit. His first Jaguar game, like 2022 is looking like a massive year. George, you know, you've been to San Fran and back three or four times already. I, I went to, to the Bay Area a couple times already this year. Like, I just, I don't know, man, just in the air, man. Things are open, they're, they're back, and I'm excited. I would love to have a fourth person rotating on this podcast. I think that'd be great. I think it'd be great. We can figure that out. Um, there's definitely people I, I want to get on here and stuff like that as well. But I don't know. I just like coming here and having fun with my friends. And I like when I get to interview people. I get to just chill. I like that shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I, sometimes I don't want to come in here and talk for two straight hours. I just don't. And there's times I want to come in here and I want to interview someone and, 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 you know, intently focus on topics with them and stuff like that. So, uh, Al, any ideas for any dog day podcast, anything you'd want to talk about, anything you'd want to do in particular, July, August? Um, I kind of have to think, I mean, cause I'm usually only on for the sports one. So that's kind of where my mind drifts towards, but, um, fantasy football, that's going to be coming sooner rather than later. So I'm sure we'll have some, uh, some fantasy football content. One of these days, full disclosure podcast. These pussies did not want to do a draft with me. I, it's, if you want to come for the NBA draft tomorrow, I'll do one tomorrow. Hmm. I, like that. I don't have anything going on tomorrow. I'll come over. We, yeah, let's over. do it. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Tomorrow, draft at 5 o'clock on ABC. Yeah, I'll be here. Only watch the first five picks, but. Uh, yeah, that's fine, dude. We'll you get, only want to watch the five picks? After that, I don't. Dude, we'll, we'll get some grub and we'll just, we'll do fantasy draft. Might even do another pod. That's what I thought we were going to do. I'm down. I'm so down. Tomorrow's Seth's birthday. I'm down. Oh, uh, yeah, I might not. Actually, I forgot about that, so I might not be able to. <sighs> well, usually we do some family shit on birthdays. Dude. Doesn't he have work? Huh? His work at four, he said. Oh, shit. That's right. I'll be over tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't work, that's one thing, but he has work. Um, all right. Well, hour 10, guys. Anything else? We're, we're trying to catch a vibe. Trying to catch a vibe. I, brand new place. I, I understand that, you know, I, I think it was a road game. It, it, it was like a game one in a playoff series. or It's, it's a feel out. I don't know how this other team plays, how aggressive they're going to be. Game two. Oh, I'm Blake Mayfield. We might, yeah. We might, a lot of them don't know who I am still. <laughs> Start going back. Start making fun of yourself. Did you guys um, see the um? Who was what uh podcast was it where they were talking about Blaine Gabbert starting or like he came in like watched Daddy slinging and he threw a pick six. I think it was oh, one of his shit. old. Shit, that was the Ryan Clark podcast, right? Uh, do you know? Uh, that the, it was it was on TikTok. Is that the Ryan Clark podcast? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Clark. Uh, I'm surprised AB went on there because him and Ryan Clark have gone back and forth before. And they were going back and forth again. By the way, real quick, shout out to Donda Sports. 
Uh, we all made fun of Kanye hiring Antonio Brown to be the head guy at Donda Sports. First two clients, Aaron Donald, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So Donda Sports represents uh, Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown. I, I think that's a big deal. I think that's a pretty, you know, I, that's, that's, a, that's a cool little thing. That, that's especially Aaron two Donald. Super Bowl and finals. Yeah. Player. Right. I love it. I think it's a great deal. A great move. Um, anything else, guys, before we wrap up? Uh, let's Hour call 12. it, dude. I think Seth wants to make dinner. So He wants to make dinner? Do you want to make dinner? Okay. Yeah, no. Oh, we're good. We'll wrap it up, though. Uh, again, sorry if we sucked today. I don't think we sucked. I think it was okay, but we'll do better next time. Maybe, but, you know, we're trying. It's fine. It, 156. You know, not, you're not going to drop 40 every game. No, I'm not mad. I'm never mad. Yeah, I mean, some games you have eight points. How, how look on camera, though, Seth? Gut. <laughs> All three of us? Oh, I know I look good. You don't got to tell me. It's funny because he's gut, though. Dude, he, he, I like he how he sets on the dice. And he just... No, he's hella good on the golf course. <laughs> if you guys have made it this far, Al, you got anything else to say? Anything you want to say to the people? Nah. Watch the Kings fuck it up. That's all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to fuck it up bad. I can't wait. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. We're going to get the hell out of here. It's been a long pod. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.